Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets the importance of showing up on time. I'm focusing on presentation tips, and if this is your first time tuning in, I encourage you to go back a few episodes and listen to the presentation tips I shared with listeners. But today I want to touch on the importance of showing up on time to your presentation. Now, there are some benefits to showing up to your presentation on time. It could be that you came to class and you saw a note from the professor stating that there needs to be a possible relocation of the presentation site, or it could be some changes that took place that you really need to know about, but you only know things if you show up on time as it relates to any kind of change. There are some instances when you show up late, you can miss out on information directly stated from the professor and you have to get this information from probably a classmate, a peer, or somebody else. The goal is to always be in the loop, but it's real sad when you show up late or an individual deliberately shows up late, they miss out on key information. For example, someone could show up late to the classroom or the location a presentation is taking place. Then they find out the class moved to a whole different building across campus. And the travel time to get to one building to the next, paired with the intentional decision to show up late, will really set somebody all the way back, further than they imagine. So that's why it's always a good target aim to show up on time. And I want to provide a few tips for presentation preparedness as it relates to being on time. So tip number one, check your emails or any classroom correspondence before class in the event where a classroom change occurs because that happens. It happens. You could be going to class every day up until the end of the semester and then at the end of the semester, the teacher never even gave you any type of heads up saying something was going to be moved or something was going to be changed. And sometimes professors don't even know till they come to work. And then you're thinking that it's going to be at this one particular classroom that you've been going to all this time. But then you get an email, you get a note, something saying we're across campus. And that could be 10 minutes away. So that's why you want to be on time or really be early. So if anything happens, you're still prepared. Tip number two, be on time. As I stated earlier, the classroom could have moved. Anything could happen. Your goal is to get there on time. Coming late is not a good look. And I understand things happen. Situations occur. But even in those situations and unexpected events taking place, your goal is to Aim to get there early. Aim to get there on time. Tip number three, complete your presentation well before the due date. Many issues can come up the day of a presentation. And anybody who's completed any type of major project, whether it be for work, school, anything, you understand that things can happen. Things just pop up. It could be where you have something due that day, and you like, okay, let me go ahead and do X, Y, and Z. But then your printer or the printers at the school don't work. The computers don't work. There's some type of electrical issue or technical issue that's delaying the campus an hour, two hours. 
But then you realize, oh my gosh, the computer lab might be shut down, but my teacher's still holding class. Do things before the due date. That's your aim. That's your goal. Don't be a deliberate procrastinator thinking that, I mean, I did this in high school and, I mean, I could do my assignments in the hallway or I could whip up a presentation in no time. Being in higher education, no matter what level, requires a new level of commitment, responsibility, accountability, and diligence. So what you were or what somebody was able to do in high school, it's not going to work in college. It's not going to work at all. I can use myself for an example. In high school, I could do my homework when the bus dropped us off and we had to sit in the cafeteria. Before classes started, let's say I didn't do two classes homework that night. And within 30 or 45 minutes, I could whip that up real quick. Just be done. Turn it in, get a passing grade, and just keep that little habit up. But when I got to college, it was a whole, like I said, it's a new skill. It's a new level. It's new responsibilities. That one sheet worksheet from high school don't even compare to what is due when you get to college. Where I could read a paragraph or a page of something. Now I have to read 30 pages of something, write a paper on it, and then do some additional work. And you want this went tomorrow? Oh my gosh. So aim to not procrastinate. And it's sad, but some higher education students do this. They procrastinate. They think, some think, not all, but some think they can just whip up a presentation real quick and just present it before people. Now, in some instances, you might have to do that. But preparedness and being prepared and being ready, that's the aim. That's the target. Completing major assignments and presentations 30 minutes before the due date and you had three months to complete it before the due date, that's really saying a lot. And you can't control the issues that happen. And I've had students tell me all types of stories. I give them the syllabus. We pass it out. We go over the full-on scope of the class, even before the presentation of the project is due. I go into detail about what's required, what I'm expecting, what's going to be measured, the rubric. I ask people if they have any questions, concerns, or complaints. I have some students who ask me questions, I answer them, and then it's understood in three months this is due. Then I give my little follow-up, hey, next week's presentations. There are always a few students on the day an assignment is due who come to me telling me their excuse, and they always throw this in here. I mean, the computer lab, like, stuff's not working in there. And my, I don't have any color ink at home, and I tried to print this stuff last night. That doesn't have anything to do with the assignment being completed today when it was addressed that this was due three months ago. 
Y'all know how it feels to get excuses that don't add up. You know how it feels. Even in your personal life, somebody tell you something, you go back, you're like, okay, hold up. You tell me you did this three weeks ago. If you did it three weeks ago, why we have an issue today? And sometimes when people provide those excuses, they want you to just acquiesce with what they have going on, but it's unacceptable. And I'm not talking about a family emergency or some type of issue that you couldn't control. I'm talking about staying ahead of the game and being on time and completing things well before they're due. Even if it's a couple of days before, not a couple of minutes before. Not a couple of minutes. Tip number four, coming to class late is unacceptable when it's time to do a presentation. It's Coming to class late is unacceptable throughout the semester. But coming to class late on the day a presentation is due, it's not a good look for you. And I'm not saying you. I'm talking about the higher education student period. It's not good because some students, it goes back to tip number three, some students, they begin working on the presentation the day it's due. Literally, the day it's due. And I've seen this. I've seen it as a student and I've seen it as a professor and it's just totally out of line. It's totally unacceptable because I've had students who are enrolled in a class that I'm either teaching that's an hour long. Of course, I'm teaching that's an hour and 30 minutes long. Of course, I'm teaching that's two hours long. And if it's a major presentation or a major project where they have to get up and talk, I've had students literally not come to class and they either show up 10 minutes before the class is let out or they don't come at all and that's just totally disrespecting people's time and I'm going to go ahead and just break that down what happens is wrong it's totally wrong and if nobody ever told you it's wrong I'm letting you know it's wrong it's wrong because you're not only messing with the professor's time you're messing with your time and you're messing with your classmates time and how some professors interpret that is that if you don't show up the day something is due because you were not serious about doing it, they don't see you as being, some professors don't see you as serious about getting your work done. And as I said, this doesn't have anything to do with an emergency. This doesn't have anything to do with a one-time situation. I'm talking about a deliberate action that continues to happen over and over with the student. And this is how they made up in their mind. This is what they're going to do. I've given major projects and presentations. And like I said on the first day of class, I pass out the syllabus. We go into depth with that syllabus about these assignments. And I do this on the very first day of my students meeting me. I don't just pass out the syllabus and be like, okay, we'll see you next week. No, we're going to break it down on this day. Because I need you to understand this right here is not a game. We're getting this out the way. So I pass out the syllabus, I take roll, then I have my students sign a document stating that they received the syllabus and they understand everything that's in it and they understand the due dates, 
when things are due and it's their responsibility to do what they need to do in order to get the grade they desire, which is hopefully an A+. And you're probably asking, why you have to make your students do all that or why do you suggest they do that? It's because I have to cover myself because some students have select amnesia and they say statements to the effect of, you never told me that. I never received a syllabus. What's a syllabus? What's this? What presentation? You never tell me about a presentation. I didn't know this was a grade. I didn't even know that we get a grade. I didn't even know. It's your fault. All types of stuff. All types of stuff. And it's only to get out of the responsibility of being accountable for what they were supposed to do. And it's just not with school. People do that in a natural, real, personal life. That's what some people do. And even though they understand that this assignment is a major grade or it accounts for a large percentage of their overall grade, they don't take it seriously. So instead of working on it before the due date, they do it the day of. And I've had situations on presentation day. Let's say I have 30 students in one class. And the day of the presentation, only eight students are there. They come to class ready to present. This happens a lot and most of the time. And it only happens the very first presentation of the semester. After the second one, they learn their lesson. But you have some students, they come in. It's not a lot of them. And they are ready. They've been preparing They've been doing their research, and although they're nervous, they're just ready to just get through it. And then I'm sitting there trying to figure out, okay, it's eight people in here. Where are the 22 other students? And I'll never forget one time I just left. I told those students who were in class, I said, excuse me for a moment. And I walked outside in this particular class All I had to do was walk upstairs and I was near the college library. I mean, not library, but computer lab. But in other campuses, you have to walk to another building. But this class, all I did was just walk upstairs, walked this little hallway that connected two buildings together. And I just peeped my head into the computer lab and I saw at least, at least seven to eight of my students in there hustling, sweating, running back and forth from the computer to the printer, just trying to get something together. And I was just like, man, this is something. Then as I went downstairs, and not as I went downstairs, but when I went downstairs and I told the students who were there to present, it was getting close to the end of the last presentation, and students start just walking in. Now, as a professor, and you can look in your undergraduate catalog as far as the attendance policy, some teachers don't have to let you in the classroom past a certain time. And you have to be careful of that. Not a lot of professors do that, but when it gets to the point where people are disrespecting their time and disrespecting the classroom, you can turn some students away. If If the class is two hours long and you come in there an hour and 45 minutes late, so you're just there for the 15 minutes remaining? No, ma'am. 
No, sir. You're going to have to go. And then I had a situation where one boy, he was so nervous, and he comes in class. And I was like, man, where is everybody at? This before I got, you know, on to realizing what my students were doing. And I was like, where is everybody at? And he said, oh, you know, they're upstairs. They're in the computer lab. I was like, what? Go up there and see real quick. And that's exactly what I did. And I was like, man, majority of the class was in there. He was like, yeah, they just said they worked on the assignment. And this then he was up there hating on them and telling on them. Then I hear him telling somebody, yeah, I just did mine too. So he was, <laughs> he was calling other people out. But he just did the same thing. He just came on time, though. And wanted to make it look like, yeah, I was prepared. I don't, I don't know what their problem was. But some people do that. And it's not, a, it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Because what happens is you're letting the professor know, if you do that all the time, that that class is an afterthought. This class not as serious as my other courses because I feel like I can do this. Or they have an issue with the professor. Oh, she seems like she's young. She'll understand. She seemed cool. So let me do this. But that's not how it goes. Because you're not disrespecting just me. You're disrespecting your classmates. And I'm talking about students who deliberately do this. Not a one-time thing where it was an emergency. But I've seen students who make a deliberate effort to not do their work until the day of, and then want some leniency. Just, I'm supposed to accept what they're not doing. And that's, that's not right. Because it's disrespectful for the people who were hustling, sacrificing, making sure that they did what they were supposed to do. And they're not getting any breaks. Why would a professor give somebody a break who is lazy, who is not diligent? And like I said, I'm going to keep repeating it. I'm not talking about a one-time situation where you couldn't get something done. I'm talking about a habit that somebody has deliberately made. This is what they're going to do. They're not going to do their work on time, and they're going to keep people back and keep themselves back. And people are supposed to just bow down and accept it. That's what I'm talking about, and that is wrong. It's totally wrong, whether it's in an academic environment, whether it's in a professional environment, whether it is on the job, with your family, when you have these family meetings and you got to talk about stuff and you want to make people wait and people had, you had a task to do, but you didn't do it. That's serious. In a friendship, in a relationship, it's wrong. And if no one told you that, I'm letting you know it's wrong. It's not right. And to reiterate tip number four, because I know I just went all through a major obstacle course, but it still had purpose. Tip number four, aim to complete assignments well before the due date. Tip number five, aim to not broadcast to the class what you didn't do and why you were late. Now, there could be a few individuals in the course, they don't care about why you were late. It doesn't concern them. And some people just can't relate with excuses. And I'm talking about a situation if you came to class like, oh, I was late because of so-and-so. I'm telling you, nobody wants to hear that, especially if they were there on time. They only see it as a situation where you're trying to buy time so you can get what you need to get done. 
when they took the time to do what they need to do. Or some people, they are presenting and they tell the class. And the reason um, I didn't include, you know, slides 7 through 15 is because I couldn't find the information. Don't include slides 7 through 15. And don't tell anybody why you couldn't find the information. Skip all of that, ignore all of that, and just use what you have. Some people do that. And you don't want to do that. Please don't. I'm trying to stay on target <laughs> before I go on a tangent. So I hope these tips were helpful to you. And the scripture I would like to leave you with today is Proverbs, the 22nd chapter in the 29th verse, which reads, Do you see a person skilled in his work? He will stand in the presence of kings. He will not stand in the presence of the unknown. When someone has a skill, they have the ability to do something well, and skill is defined as the ability to use one's knowledge effectively and readily in execution or performance. But in order to increase in skill, one has to practice, remain diligent in the task, and take responsibility and accountability for their performance and actions. When one is skilled in their work, their work academically, their work within their home, at their job, within their career, with their loved ones, their friends, their family, or even at their church, when one is skilled, that means they are continuously and deliberately working to do their best, and people who are skilled move forward, they grow, they develop, they increase in skill, and this will bring forth promotion and prosperity. When a person is lacking in diligence and in developing and working on their skill, their craft, whatever it is, promotion is not going to take place. And not a lot of people want to be around someone who deliberately, knowingly disrespects their own skills. So it doesn't matter if you're a higher education student. If you're not putting in the work of diligence, commitment, accountability, and responsibility to develop your skills of perhaps studying, reading, completing assignments, living with integrity, following the academic policies, respecting others, or whatever it is, then promotion will not come about in those academic areas that are essential for enhancement and growth. So be mindful of that. What you put in is what you get out. So thank you all for tuning in. And if you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at college underscore success tips, where you will see encouraging college tips and updates. And feel free to subscribe to this podcast or share it so that I can continuously encourage you in your academic and personal God-honoring targeted goals. Peace and God bless.